If you want to find the right girlfriend, life partner, or wife, then you have to create options for yourself. In order to create options, in other words, women who are interested in you, you have to create attraction and connection. One of the ways to create attraction is to exude a sense of confidence. One of the ways to show confidence is to be non-needy and to draw validation from within, to validate your own spoken word. And one of the ways to do that, I hope you're following the logical chain that I'm laying out here, is to be present. I'm sure if you've dabbled in personal development a little bit, you've come across this concept of presence, being present to the moment. Eckhart Tolle talks about that. Jack Kornfield, he's one of my biggest teachers. He's probably one of the best meditation teachers out there, in my opinion. There's a lot of people who talk about it, but I want to talk about the practical utility of being present in a dating context. My father, many, many years ago, told me that when you are in interactions with people, be that in a business situation or in a public speaking situation, have 80% of your focus on the other person. It's the greatest gift you could ever give another person. But 20% always stay with yourself. Now, most of you, if you're a little bit more introverted, a little bit more shy around women, then most often all of your focus is on yourself. You're wondering, how do I come across? How do I look? How is she going to perceive this? Maybe even in a general social context. You're very much focused on yourself. And one of the fastest changes you can make is to simply turn your attention outwards onto the other person because if you're focused on them, you're not focused on yourself. And Tony Robbins says, most of the suffering we experience in life comes as a result of focusing on ourselves. Now, that goes so far as to say that if we obsess about ourselves as to what we can get, and all of the needs that we haven't met, then we suffer. But it's also true in a communication context that you suffer if you're completely obsessed with how you come across. So first of all, be present in terms of turning your attention outward and be present with what the other person is saying. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to stare at them in a creepy way, but be actually focused on them. Be with the lady on the date. Focus on her. Turn your attention outward. Be focused on the Oh, you might call it nervousness. Well, perhaps it's just excitement. Remember, the physiological experience of no- experience of nervousness and excitement, they're so similar that you can just reframe nervousness into excitement. If you're present with those emotions, if you're present with her, that will really help. Now, here's the important thing. You do want to keep 20% of your attention with yourself. Where am I at? Where are my thoughts? What am I currently emotionally experiencing? Am I feel like I'm emotionally reaching? You know when you're on the date and you feel like you agree a little bit too much? You don't feel as confident as you'd like to be? And there's many ways to do that. And that's one of the most important things that I help my clients with. Build that rock-solid confidence. And there's techniques and there's tools and that's all of that. All of that exists. But remember when you feel those emotions of not being fully confident, not being fully certain, perhaps nervousness, perhaps being worried what she thinks about you. If you can just become aware that those are happening and remember that you are the space in which those emotions occur in a spiritual sense or actually in a practical sense because they just arise in consciousness. Any emotion, any thought, any experience you'll ever have in life is not objective reality. It is just a stimuli, a sensation arising in consciousness. The visual image you see, 
all of the sounds you hear, the emotions that come up, they all just arise in consciousness. Now, the more you associate with disempowering thoughts or challenging emotions, because there's no negative emotions, because even the emotions you don't like, they are a competence because they show you that you have unmet needs, that you either need to change your actions or your perceptions, but when they arise within you and you're fully associated, then you suffer. You believe the first negative and disempowering thought that comes into your head. Oh, what if she doesn't like what I have to say? What if she doesn't like me? I probably, how should a woman like that ever be interested in me? What if I... What if I run out of things to say? Blah, blah, blah. You know the negative self-talk. Why should she ever be with me? All that stuff. And if you believe it, in other words, if you associate with it, then they have power over you. But remember, thoughts only have power over you if you believe them. The only thoughts that have power over you are the ones you believe, in other words, associate with. And what meditation teaches as a tool is to dissociate because most of us if we don't meditate regularly or we have some sort of an awareness practice we immediately identify with the thoughts that pop into our head now if you're on a date and there's a disempowering because everybody has weird and disempowering thoughts but the question is do you believe them or not and if you're sitting on a date and you can simply let the thought arrive and realize oh what if she doesn't like what i have to say what if this doesn't go well what if she doesn't want to kiss me what if i go for the kiss and she rejects me oh the drama if you believe it well then you're gonna suffer and you're gonna come across like a little bitch but if the thought arises like a bee in the summer if you then hit the bee it's gonna sting you well, I personally hate wasps, and it's actually funny. Most of my friends, so I did a lot of martial arts for most of my life. I used to teach karate at my university. I don't like insects. I'm actually invited to a wedding by a friend in Australia. And part of the re I'm not sure if I'm going to go. Part of the reason is it's a 24-hour flight. I might do that. But I really dislike insects. I really don't fancy the idea of sitting on a toilet and having a spider crawl up my ass. And they can jump. Spiders in Australia, they jump. So I'm not particularly interested in that. If you guys are in Australia, hey, wish you all the best. I got plenty of awesome clients in Australia, but I'm never going to go there. <laughs> I might eventually die. This is a phobia. Yeah, but I don't need to be cool with insects. One of the things I really like about Ireland is, yeah, one of the downsides of the weather we have is perhaps the fact that we don't have that many insects or barely any at all. So that being said, going back to that, if you slap a bee, she's probably going to sting you. If you just let her go by well she's gonna go by you can watch thoughts like clouds in the sky oops apologies alarm coaching call in 10 minutes if you just watch the thoughts go by like clouds all of a sudden they don't control you anymore now you do have to understand that they will still have an emotional impact the thought is gonna come and bing, there'll still be maybe a little bit of nervousness whatever but don't identify with it so the important thing with this is Jack Kornfield says that it's not just enough to be aware of these thoughts or emotions because oftentimes awareness can turn hostile. So what you want is something called loving awareness. You want to be lovingly aware of what's happening. You know when you judge yourself and you're quite critical of yourself? You think, oh, you shouldn't be so self-critical. Oh, you should work harder or this or that. You should be better in social situations. Why aren't you more confident? Well, how's that helping? On the one hand... You have the insecure child that's being beaten. Oh, I'm sorry. And then the father that's beating the child in a metaphorical sense. How about instead you say, ah, okay. Nervousness. Ah, the critical mind. Thank you for your opinion. 
Ah, the caring mind. Thank you for your opinion. Ah, the nice guy in me who wants to invest. Thank you for your opinion. And then you choose to which extent you want to follow any of these impulses, but you remain in control as the one who knows. You can imagine this like a loving awareness in the background within which everything arises. Sam Harris says everything arises in consciousness. If you want to dabble a bit more into spirituality, the one who knows. But it's space. And if you can see yourself in a more metaphorical sense as the space in which thoughts and emotions occur, well, then you can choose and just watch them. And they don't have control and power over you or a lot less. Now, obviously, you want to go further. You want to have the right tools. You want to have the right strategies to change your physiology because we all know that if you exercise three or four times a week pretty strongly, the quality of your thoughts naturally improves. You need to, if you spend time with high-quality male friends, if you have an amazing girlfriend, life partner, that'll naturally make you happier and the quality of your thoughts will be better because your psychological needs are met, of course. That being said, the next time you're in any social interaction, have 80% of your attention on the person on the outside and have 20% within yourself. She's talking, you're like, ah, where am I? Here. And the reason you feel your breath is there isn't anything particularly magical about the breath other than, well, our entire body is based upon oxygen. And it's a very powerful tool that encourages you to look into things like Wim Hof breathing. But it's a constant anchor point to focus our breath. And what happens, what real meditation is, you focus your breath and you notice how your attention drifts away. In the beginning, you won't even notice how it drifts away. You'll be on your breath and then the next second, you'll wake up. You'll become aware. Awareness kicks in when you're already deeply engrossed. Uh, is that how you say it? Engrossed? Deeply involved in a thought construct. Could be a business thing. Could be a social thing. Could be a health thing. You're in some sort of thought and then you wake up. And now here's the thought of meditation. You gently, with loving awareness, with an empowering and friendly and warm attitude, bring the thought, the attention, back from the thoughts, back to the breath. And you center yourself. And that's the magic of meditation. Jack Cornfield was asked, what does meditation do for you? It quiets the mind, it opens the heart, and you return back to yourself. It is really a superpower. I myself don't meditate nearly as much as I probably should. I do it. But my number one habit has always been exercise. You got to understand what your number one habit is. And I'm not telling you that you have to go and meditate 20 minutes a day now. It would be beneficial beyond what you can imagine right now. But you can still practice it during the day. Because Jack Cornfield also says, don't just meditate for 20 minutes a day and then forget about it. And then just be completely absorbed and emotionally attached to the various different stimuli that arise at a cognitive as well as emotional level or out there. But use everyday situations to practice. Ah, okay, 80% out there. Be with her, be fun, be playful, build attraction, but then also be with yourself, feel yourself. And when something arises, ah, lovingly aware. Because remember, these are patterns. You don't just do them once off and then you're good. You create patterns. And the more you train the pattern of a loving and supportive inner dialogue, the more your confidence will go up, the more your happiness will go up. And it'll be like balsam für die Seele is what we would say in German. Balm for the soil. Right? It smoothens and softens your soul. If you want my help personally, 
when it comes to finding the right girlfriend, life partner, wife, and if you want to learn in detail how to build attraction, apply for a free initial consultation call. Looking forward to speaking with you soon.